What's up, everyone? Welcome to Keeping It All The Way podcast. We are your hosts, Tony Fizzle. Audrey Z. Barlito, Barlito Sway. This podcast is a space where you'll get some thought-provoking concepts, modern-day content, educated opinions, and a lot of healing energies throughout this podcast. So without further ado, just want to give you guys an update that Audrey is uh, handling some personal business, so she won't be here on this episode, and she'll probably be out for a little bit. But we also do have two special guests to the show today. So the first guest that I'm going to introduce to you, she is a CEO and a founder of Soul Through Soul, the dance company, and also the CEO and the creator, as she's like creating stuff as we speak for Radiant Jewelry. And then our second guest is the opinionated mother. That's how I would think about it. Miss Mo, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a fun episode. Mo? Um, you know, mom, like you said, um, newly graduated. Woo, graduated Ooh, last rats, year. For, rats, rats. Thank you. Graduated with my degree in culinary arts, hospitality and management. Um, just okay. recently moved down to Charlotte with my family too from New York. So, you know, trying to do big things out here with cooking and getting back into starting my business. That sounds good, good. man. Food is always a winner. I don't care what no one says. Food sure is, is especially when you cook it good. It's like one of the best industries ever. So how's your, your sure. New Year's is going? I know we haven't had a last episode since New Year's. Me and Carl, you know, did a women's appreciation episode. How was your New Year's for everyone? Mine was good. Um, unfortunately, I spent it with COVID. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, I did. So trash. I spent it quarantining, but you know, that's fine. I'm back better, stronger. As long as you're alive, that's the win. That's the yeah. I know, I know for it. sure. Absolutely. For sure. That's Absolutely. Glad you're better also. Thank God. Thank you. I tested positive Christmas Eve. The whole thing, the whole thing was crazy. Like, I had to call my family. I was like, so y'all are not going to see. It's not a good time. Yeah, that was trash. I remember I was talking to you and you called and I was so worried for you. Same thing with Carl. Carl called and I was worried for him. Crazy how New York just like, went through that. It was like back to back. But now everybody, not that everybody's good, but it's a little more calm right now. But Christmas week, that was insane. Yeah, it was a breakout at my job. It was just ridiculous how many emails a day I was receiving, how many people had to go home. It was just ridiculous. I was just telling people it's no joke. Take yeah. it serious. Stay safe. Stay mask, wash your hands, you know, it's bad. <laughs> That's the really shit, like, fuck COVID. I wanted to just kind of set the table for us and stuff like that, and I want you guys' opinion and stuff like that. How has society, especially with social media today, has changed our identity as people, as males, as females? So how has, to you guys, how has social media changed the perspective of beauty? Like, how do you how do you feel that, beauty is now than it was like 10 years ago when we were younger um i think that so the the first thing that came to my mind my friends and i were actually talking about this yesterday i didn't realize that the kardashians are at the forefront of this bbl movement really? i had no idea i didn't think that they started it but apparently they are the ones who made the shape that everybody is going after popular what the the big behind the the non-ratio legs no no hate on anything not that they were the first ones to ever get it done but as far as that shape of like really tight waist ginormous butt and hips and then we just forget about the leg situation right the, 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 the number eight shape the number eight shape <laughs> <laughs> like a walking hourglass now um 
people have been talking about it. I haven't seen it, but people are saying that Kim reversed hers, like that she took hers out. And it's amazing to me how much it went from like plastic surgery used to be like, like you don't tell people, even if you got it done. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, <laughs> like did she get her nose done? But you would never outwardly say it to the point that everybody's like, yeah, of course. And they're like on TikTok showing you step by step where they flew to everything. That is probably yeah, the most. I've seen thing. that before, too. I'm down for whatever people want to do. But the, the fact that it's gotten so like, um, it's funny. I guess there's just no more shame, which maybe it shouldn't have been in the first place. I don't know. Oh, true. Yeah. I just think it looks painful like that. You like, especially like those TikTok videos when like Shorty's like in the bed wrapped up like, mm-hmm. a, like a burrito and she's like, eh, I can't pee. Someone. It just looks painful. Like what? Like what is it going to look like 10 years from now? It probably looked the same. Is it? I mean, I would hope. I've seen some bad ones too. I've seen some bad ones, man. Like the same way, right? I don't know. I don't know. I see some bad ones that like were, were botched up and they look like dumplings back there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I have to agree with what she said as far as with the Kardashians because, you know, I, think so. I didn't really know about it too much. And one of the first people that I knew that done it was Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I would say little Kim. Is this true? I don't, I didn't, I, I, no, I, I don't Kim- know. I didn't know anything about little Kim. See, Kim got Kim got surgery. As far as plastic surgery goes, everybody's been doing it. You figure Pamela Anderson, she got a boob job. Like those are mm-hmm. things we've always known. But as far as that, like I'm an electro. That shape, I don't know. I don't even know what that shape is called. But that, like, when you think of a BBL, you think of that shape. I think they're the ones who brought it to the forefront. It's just weird because a lot of people don't like it, but they're still getting it done. Honestly, I think. Um, Social media has made it very easy for people to be artificial and just create this facade as far as beauty is concerned with all oh these filters God. and all these. And honestly, for me, I've had my Instagram since like 2012 and I've it's always been my favorite platform because, you know, I like taking pictures. And for a long time, I didn't use a filter. I didn't really play around yeah. with them. I always just took my pictures Never. naturally. But then... I would see people's photos and I was like, damn, that person's photos sure look better than my natural they look ones. Good. You know, like dang, like you know, they look real good. You know, little look, look, filter won't hurt. So, you know, I feel like it, it's it's done that. So, but to piggyback off what you were saying about the Kardashians, though, I actually have a friend who um actually had a BBL done. And I'm not gonna lie, when I saw her in person, it was quite convincing. Had me over here like <laughs> Who'd you go to, girl? You get like, hey, that up? information on Instagram. You know, so, I mean, I understand. I don't know. I don't judge women for wanting to do anything on their body. If that's what you want to do and you want to spend your money and you want to go through the pain, that's fine. But I Facts. do think it's very extra and it's very painful to go through. And I mean, you know, ladies, just try the gym. Just try it. You know, try try that first. Just, just give it a shot. Just give right. it a shot. Because that's a, that's a lot to go through. And um, I just feel like you want to wait, too, because our bodies change. You know, when you hit 30, as you get older, you might hit 32 and like how your body is canned out. But you went and got surgery and it might not work out too well for you then. You got to keep up with that stuff. It's an investment. That is really 
say that because a lot of the girls that I see get it done, they're like 23, 24. And I think about my own body. I'm like, I, I feel like we didn't chill until I was like 26. So I'm like, you're kind of messing with something that's not even done grown yet. Grown and then yet. 30, it's another set of new stuff. So it's like, this is, I don't know, it's scary. It's and I, scary. Yeah, that, no, it, it is because just like back to you saying, like even with the filters, it's like, you don't even need makeup anymore. You literally could throw on a filter now and and that's the new makeup. And I know we, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, this metaverse and this universe thing. I believe it's, it's, I don't Mm -hmm. think it's just a place. I don't think it's just like the thing that Facebook is. It's a time period because there's going to be a time period where none of us is going to hang out like you used to. Everything is going to be like, just like how we are over Zoom and and, and digital and stuff like that. And everything is going to be filtered you're gonna have a makeup so you'll never see the ugly version of somebody <laughs> ever because you At have all. a filter that's the makeup yep. filter is your makeup you don't even have that to facade. buy makeup anymore the facade that's not, it fucks everybody up it's funny because even with the filters you see like when they started adding it people was just really going overboard with it like they'll filter their face and then in the picture it's kind of like they'll change their body the They'll photoshop. change the body. They'll change the body. The Photoshop then started getting crazy. You know, it's all this. I've, I've, it was just, it was just like really crazy to see. And I'm just like, wow, like, sheesh. Like, the crazy part of that, it that hurts far? kids. It hurts the kids because they, this is what they think is beauty. Back then, we just had magazines, and and if I couldn't, if I had money to buy the double XL, then I don't know what's inside the double XL. But if I get to stand there, look. <laughs> Buffy the body was Buffy the body. Right. I guess natural. But I, but I remember, which I'm sure it annoyed all of us, but it's like there were just certain things I was not allowed to do at certain ages. Mm-hmm. So it was like when I'm on the train and I see a lot of these like teenagers leaving and I'm like, yo, I couldn't get my nails done until I was 16. I couldn't get my eyebrows done until I was 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't wear red lipstick at all. I remember I was like 23 and my father was still like, do you have to? I'm like, even though like my thoughts changed about that now because I'm like, why would y'all make us feel weird about a color? But as far as just the idea of like, there was a time for you to grow into stuff. They literally, I will be on a train and I'm like, yo, they all look older than me. Like, I look like... I'm like it's the cigarettes. I'm like, I look like I'm leaving high school. They got the tail part, they got lashes on their head. And I'm like, yo, yeah. I, I look crazy. Mm-hmm. Compared to these 16 year old girls, they got the same phone as us. Like, nothing really shows like, oh, when I get old, I want to do that. Cause I'm 31 and you're 17 and we on the same like like they're grown they're they're they and people don't look at it like as a parent and Mo can attest to this as a parent you start looking at it like hey if your kids are growing up so quick other people's gonna look at them like that and that's the scariest part you don't want people to to you know prey on them because they mm-hmm. they want to look so grown or groom them like. Yeah. Uh... And groom them to, to be all this. That's the scary. And I, I, that's why I think like sometimes, yeah, social media is great, but it's a lot of bad too. And I think for us, our age group is the painfulest part to be in this generation, this millennial generation, because we was the, oh, yeah, tail, for sure. we was the tail end when there was no internet. And then we're the beginning when it started. So we, we get to see the good and bad. We know what all of it looks like. Like we still remember. And I honestly, I personally feel like that's why we're one of the best generations. It's like, we stop posting every single thing on social media because we know that people are crazy, but we also know what it's like to like, okay, possibly give our children a little more freedom, you know, allow right. people to make a few more mistakes that we were allowed to like, 
We're good at that stuff. But the generation right under us, I love how free they are, but they scare the hell out of me. They don't too care about nothing. They move it a little bit too fast. They're too, they they're too free. Too free. <laughs> you know what's scary, too, is that watching all these TikTokers and all this stuff like that. And cool, do your thing. I, I'm all for it. Especially like the ones that are moving out so early and moving out of 16, 17, 18, because they're making the, the amount of money for it. And kudos to them. But yeah. remember when we used to, there's people that stood home with their parents till they were like 22, 23, where we made fun of them, but it made sense because you got to grow. You know what I'm saying? You got to learn. You got some, right. you had safety there. Now these girls are moving out 17, 18, 19, 20, living on their own. And then you got the situations, you know, remember that model that got, you know, attacked by her landlord and got killed yeah. and stuff like that. And stuff like that, because a lot of these skills aren't taught and you, you're you trying to live out too quick on your own. Yeah. How else do you think society has changed us when it comes to relationships? Do you feel like people are measured different now? Like normal relationships isn't normal anymore. It's kind of like it has to be glor like it has to be glammed. Or it's not real. I just feel like it seems like it's always some real big shoes to fill. And then when you finally been dating them for a little bit, you realize they're not as much as they're cracked up to be. <laughs> it's just, I don't mm. know. For, I, it's different, especially me, because I was in a relationship for nine years. So like I was 19, you know, and it's like to be 28 now. I, it's, it's scary. It That's how different. I see it. It's so different. Mm -hmm. It's so different. And again, it attributes to social media too, because honestly, these days, where do people meet a lot of people? Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going out and everything like that, but I mean, we've been what, in a pandemic for two years now. So who's really yeah. kind of meeting anybody at this point? You don't really want to be in close proximity of anybody. So, you know, you DM in and you're talking to people. It's, but, it's, but, but it's going out used to what it used to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like when people go out, I feel like they they're on their phone so much. The conversation is not fluid no more. It's kind of like yo, let's take At a picture. All. Look, I'm about you to know? I'm about to take a picture of all my food, everything the that's food happening. Comes out, the cameras yep. coming Hurry. out as fast. I, I pay attention to things like that. And that turns me off. Like it really does. I turn my phone. I, I literally put my phone down or in my pocket because it's like I want to have some like conversation and stuff like that. Sometimes I'm oh, guilty to of it too. I'm guilty of it too, but. I'm, I'm I'm married to the same person, so but I've seen people getting to know somebody and they're on their phone and the convers there's no conversation. You're literally just even with like going out with friends nowadays too. It's it's a it's a social event when and literally social like you take pictures, you 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 know stuff like that, but that's it. And then we out. So I'm one of those people, <laughs> but when I'm, but I realize I'm not that person when I'm genuinely interested mm. and okay. what I. That's for anything. That's my friends, family, anything. What I, I realized a lot with social media is like, it's like, okay, it's different levels to what my brain is thinking, but it's like everyone can see that you're accessible, right? So I invited it to things more often. Back in the day, we probably all link up maybe like once a week, once a month. So you got three weeks to prepare, find your fit for that night, like it's lit. The same way yeah. we do a trip. These days, it's like, oh, I saw you posted your downtown. Come meet me here. That's Monday. Tuesday, come this. Wednesday, we're going out to so-and-so just so you can post that you're at these events. I don't even want to see y'all this <laughs> But we posted, <laughs> we posted about it and act like we was having a good time. Like, I'm not even here with you, you know? Mm -hmm. One thing I had to tell myself, I'm like, okay, for me to stay engaged, I feel like all of us know how it is. When you got something creative going on, that's going to keep you in your phone for one. Because yeah. you're like, mm -hmm. you know, trying to keep up with your business pages or whatever. But I really have to tell myself, like, if I don't 
feel it in my spirit that I could be present, I'm not going. Okay. And that's for anybody's event. I'll buy a ticket and do a giveaway, but I'm not going to physically go because it's not, it's, it's not worth your time. But like stay grounded. I think I feel like more people got to do that. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I see what you're saying, especially I with the can, privacy. I can most definitely respect that, Connor. With the privacy point, like if you think about it, like you're right. If I post somewhere, oh, you're there too. Let's link up. And then it's like, I don't really want to link up. But now you're kind of like, it feels like you're obligated. You're having fun. You're having fun. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to have fun necessarily. Like, like come on, when we went to Rolling Loud and then people were like, yo, let's link up because we know you're here. And it's like, I don't right. Like, I don't even want to link you. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you guys. But it's, but now it's like, you know I'm here. And the first right, thing people right. do is when you have someone familiar around an uh, uh, unknown area, you're going to try to group with them to make, you know, familiarities. Even though right, right, right. you don't know them, you're not really cool with the person like that. It's like, it was just like, even like, for example, like, I mean, we can go back to like when we was there. It's just like, damn, okay, they know we here. You can't In their mind, it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, we know that, <laughs> we know that Carlin's here. So like, all right, let's just try and find them and then we could just link up and just do what we got to do or try and have fun together. Like, and, and, and when you did it, like, when man. I didn't want, yeah, you didn't want the group to be big. I wanted to, we wanted to move right, like we right. can. Just because they saw that y'all was there? Yeah, like they saw it on the gram. Yeah, literally. I know you're here. Not even because you miss me and really want to hang. It's like, Oh, some people I know is here. Let's let's show people that we all together. But but you know, right. all, us New Yorkers do that though. This is true. Us all New Yorkers do that, and especially because even if you know someone for a split second, I could have been to a party of your friends, of your friends, of your friends. I see you like, hey, I'm out here. Remember me? I was at the party. Da da da. People do that, and then they put you in a bad predicament. Like, yeah, let's link, and you're like, oh, I really want to link, and I don't want to tell you no. But then if I say I'm busy. You're like, what are you busy doing? I, I know what you're doing. You have that accessibility yeah. to see what I'm doing. I, I don't like being geotagged. So when I tag someplace, I'm already gone. I'm not <laughs> in the same spot. Like, yeah, so I'll be like, yo, I'm about to link up. Like, no, you're not. That was hours ago. <laughs> I'm not there. Like, it just feels me like, but it's just, that's what social media does. It gives you so much accessibility where people could just run up on you. There's a lot of access. And then with access comes people feeling very entitled. Entitled, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or they tell you, or you know, or the situation where you ever be like, oh, you could go hang out here, but you can't hang out with me. Like, what? Because I want to be. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's the worst. I feel like that's the worst for sure, for sure. And it'd be the people that you don't want to deal with anyways, too. Like the ones that hit you up, <laughs> that you don't want to talk to in a while, trying to like, get I with you. But, oh, you could be here, but you can't hit me up. Like, I live you right know, next door. You know, and that's the reason why I think social media has also changed friendships. Yes. And how you yes, interact yes. with your friends. And it just, you know, you could post something and somebody could just be feeling a type of way that day and just be talking about me. You know, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it, it's created a toxicity with friendships now and yeah, even it, maintaining some and creating some with people. Everybody thinks you're being shady. They could be like, damn, that, they could be like, damn, that caption was deep with that person. Damn, you care for them more than me? Like, you ain't right. Are you like, are you, like shady? Are you shading me? That comes from people really doing it instead of just having conversations. Yeah. Right. This is true. Tony, you already know. But we have that. Yeah, I know. That will tell everybody on a timeline but me. And I'm like, I am right here. Like, all you have to do is say, I think that's where, like, that lack of trust comes from. Because it's like, okay... You li- you literally don't know. It's, it's annoying either way. But, like, what is the... Dude, what is the reason for that? Because it's like... You would think, like... Some people will say, like, I don't want to talk to the person because I don't want to start confrontation or whatever, right? But you posting it 
is confrontational actions. Like, you know, that's a confrontational act. You're letting the world know you feel some type of way and you know I'm going to get upset because you're talking about me. It allows know. people to be indirect. Yeah, but I think that's just whack because it's like, if you could say indirectly and you want me to catch the message, then just keep it a honey with me and talk to me. You don't know. You'd rather let the whole world know than just directly telling me myself. It's just getting, you know what it is? It's just someone be like, oh yeah, just don't worry about it. It's just getting that, uh, that somebody cares about what you, how you feel. <laughs> that, that's what it is. That's kind of also like on a sense like where, where, where it ruins friendships is just like, you know, uh, let's say this, like say this, if y'all want to take a road trip or something. Oh, why is this person with y'all? Y'all didn't tell me. You get what I'm saying? Like those, yeah. those, those are a lot of situations. That's a situation that's I feel like it's so common. Like, damn, like y'all didn't tell me I was going here. Y'all was going to do this. Well, y'all do a sneaky so the, move. And then, and then they constantly posting what they're doing and they, just to get you going to ignore it. Half the people are like, damn, we didn't tell this person. All right, I'm not even going to reply. Right. And right. yeah, you know that that is true. Like if they'd be like, oh damn, you didn't even hit me up. And then you'd be like, well, I mean, the per we planned this ahead of time, and me and you don't even speak like that every day. So yeah, I didn't hit you up. My bad. Like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll but you, but you, they make you the bad guy. Have y'all been yeah. in that other person's position where it's like you see friends or family or anything? Yeah, like okay, I would, I would have appreciated being called for that. You know, yeah. like if you, see, yeah. Oh, I, I have I've been through that before. I think we all have, have, right? But I think it's just how you, I guess, how strong is that relationship to you also? That yeah. too. Because if you yeah. cared that much, then it, it'll hurt you a little bit more. But if you didn't care too much, well, I mean, but in the same sense, I'll give you an example. Since I'm away from everybody, I live on the other side of the world. You guys are all turning up, having fun, doing your thing. I wish I was there too, but I am happy for you guys to enjoy life. But that's how I look at it because I've been I've been forced to be in this position to feel this way all the time. That it's normal for me to be like, all right, Tiff, you're my best friend, but do we talk every day? No, because yeah. that's not sensible. I, I don't think that's even reasonable to expect to talk to someone every day. Like we're not, we're not 15 and we don't live in the same building like you know what i'm saying like it happens when those situations like like yeah we live in the same <laughs> building and we live next door and we talk every day about nothing i get it but mm -hmm. we're grown adults like as long as i know you're enjoying life and you're good and i still reach out stuff like that that should always be a win same thing with call i don't speak to call every day but i make sure he's good in the live right but if you think about it back in the day and i, I swear i say this about my dating life <laughs> I really miss when, like, it was like I knew about who you were from nine to three, and then I went home and I, <laughs> I didn't know you. I went back to school. I really miss that sometimes because having people like constantly like, oh, what you, eat? and then they watch your story, and then they on your business page, and then it's like, damn, we don't get a break. I guess that's the millennial part. We remember what it used to be like to just exist, pick pick those things back up, go back home and chill, like, like actually detach. Mm -hmm. Right. Like actually detach away from people. But so what do you guys think? What do you guys think about society's influence and social media's influence on gender roles? Do you feel that it has made uh, males more masculine? I mean, less masculine and women more less feminine? And I'm 50-50 with that. I'm 50 50 with that. But on another good side, I feel like social media, and I'm going to speak for the females on this, and <laughs> I feel like social media has motivated a lot of women in, in, in a lot of ways. Because, and what I'm saying that is, I'm seeing a lot of women, a lot of women become more independent. And what I'm saying that is because I feel like I see their lot, I see they see 
let's give an example. Um, let's say for Mo. Let's say for Mo, like you know, she's she's a chef, and she could see you know a young a young woman open up her own restaurant. You know, she mm-hmm. will get motivated by seeing that, seeing the different type of menu she has, or like you know, different kind of uh, recipe she has, and how food's come out. She may get motivated by that, like, oh damn, like you know, I may want to start my own restaurant. You know, I mm-hmm. see that she made this dish. I may want to make it a different way. I may want to, like, you know what I'm saying? She, mm-hmm. I feel like women are taking advantage of those platforms and it's kind of like making them independent and, and at the same time kind of like bolstering them up. That's just Honest- what I, that's what I feel. Honestly, what I feel is that women have always been independent and bolstered. And the only thing that. that social media is doing is highlighting it. Mm-hmm. And I think that okay, with that, yeah, it's yeah. also highlighting way to put it. the lack mm-hmm. of masculinity that men have. Mm-hmm. And, and it's there. It's real life. There, it's there. You you have you have some men out there that's very lazy. They're very unmotivated. You know, they're not driven. You know, they they need that extra bump. But what it's doing is it's allowing the world to see how strong and how you know how much of a grinder women are. You see these mm-hmm. women that have their hair businesses. They're selling lashes. They're doing this while even having a job on the side. And like you said, it's got it, it really do motivate me because I see somebody my age, sometimes younger, and I'm like, wow, she doing all this and all of this. I gotta step it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right, know, right, right, right. I, I think it's really just showcasing it more. Yeah, I think I, I was also gonna say that it gives. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a better way to put it. Yeah, it gives it a it gives you women more of a platform for it to be normal. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, because. Yeah, like I was about to say, you guys been women has been doing all this stuff, right? Education, everything. It's just you don't hear about it because it's depicted to be a man's world and you don't see it mm-hmm. enough. But now social media is like, all right, these women's been doing this. It's not like this is new. It's just they never had the, the outlet to be seen doing it. Now that it's normal, it's celebrated more and embraced mm-hmm. a lot more. Yeah. And then it's also the funny thing is on the other opposite side, you know, and not to be, you know, not man bashing, but it just also thinks like you can see back in the days when you'd be like, you know, these men are deadbeat and stuff like that. You see this shit on a higher level now. It's like <laughs> That's why there's so many fights going on right now because it's like, like what we were talking about before you even started recording, the fact that it's like what I was saying about, what's his name? Ke- the Kevin... Um, Sam- Kevin, uh, Samuels? Samuels. Kevin Samuels. What Mo was saying is like, it's, it's being highlighted, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about, to take it back to relationships just like really briefly, a lot of the conversation right now is how relationships used to last way longer. And it's like, if we really dive deep into why they lasted, it's because women couldn't do shit without men. Not to say that they wasn't in love, but we can't vote. We can't, like, it was so many things that they could not it was do. to be dependent. So, literally, like, low-key can't really live mm-hmm. without having it. So, of course, that's what you're trying to do. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm locking in this marriage because <laughs> can't do shit if he's not here. <laughs> Start seeing it now. Yes, I can make my own, you know, money and I could do all of this. I don't necessarily need you. Then it starts showing like, okay, so say you're not the complete provider right there. Now what do you do? And for a lot of men, they respect it. A lot of them are losing their shit. And the first thing to go to is like, y'all are trash. Y'all are going to be alone forever. It's like, no, go answer the question. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's, I think it's, it's also just the, the way what society used to define what a man is. Right. So mm-hmm. back then, and then even still today, there's some people that still have the thought that, you know, a man is only a provider and a protector. Right. So. Which is the 
because it sets y'all up. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it sets us up, but it also limits you because sometimes all people know mm-hmm. is that they're providers and they're protectors. And if they can't do either or, they're worth nothing. So That's some good. men will feel like I am only as good as my worth and my work is my worth. So if I cannot work, I cannot do this. I am worth nothing. So that that masculinity definition sometimes it kind of it kind of limits, you know what I'm saying, man? And we have this conversation that I have with my wife all the time that I want to be more than just a protector. I want to be more than just a, a provider. I want to be a nurturer. I want to be an educator. I want to be all these things that that I should be able to and it shouldn't taint or it shouldn't defer away from what masculinity is. Right. right and and, right. and that's, you know what I'm saying? Because like, back then, if you did anything less than provide and, and, and protect, people look at you like, oh, you're a simp. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're, yeah. you're weak, you're lame, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And no, that's, and that was just old, you know, teachings and old structures for me to think that. But nowadays, the dude that you think is a simp is probably making more money than you. Is probably in a mm-hmm. position to do way more protecting. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and providing. Mm-hmm. And changing life. Yeah. So now it's kind of like, whoa. It's like the old, you know, the jockey and the nerd analogy. And then the nerd becomes the guy and the jockey just becomes the guy. The trailer park guy that just sits there with a case of beer because he can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Can't work. Can't provide. So he feels worthless. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really messed up when you think about it. And that's why I wish we wouldn't argue about it so much because I'm like, if everybody, the way that you just broke it down there mm-hmm. it's very easy to see like okay it hasn't been easy for women this whole time and it's actually really messed up that y'all weren't given the space to find oh. your creativity i'm like yeah it's like literally all you're expected to do is protect and it's like what if i'm not built like that there's a lot of men that's genuinely not built not in the 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 paper way of like you got right, 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 right. yeah so it's like, it leaves y'all with no room to do anything but that. And then we also get at you for not having anything else going on. It's, it's strange. Yeah, so, fair. so just like, you know, if me and you go, you know, you're going on a date with your man and, and another guy, you know, approaches you and say something to you and, you know, hollers at you or disrespects you. And then you're, you're the man that's with you be like, man, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> like, and then, and so, and then as as natural reaction, a female's gonna look like, "Are you serious? You're not going to protect me. You're not going, you know, defend me. Are you gonna let him violate me?" And now that pressure is on him, right? You know what I'm saying? Now it's highly on him. Vices, if on in a in a real different world, you know, you guys just talk about like, "Damn, did he just violate me?" And be like, "Yeah, he violated you, man. That's whack." And then just keep it pushing. It's not like mm-hmm. that. It's kind of like, "Yo, they violated me." You gonna let him violate me? Oh, you soft. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, you soft. You let him violate you, you me. You soft. The date's gonna end right then and there. Yes. <laughs> which is which is and weird. gonna block you. And the relationship which, it could just end right there. My father, my father tells me the story about a lady he met before my mother, and they went out or whatever. And some dude like said something, but the guy was like visibly like hi or whatever. My dad was like me and you about to go into like this not this nice restaurant like i'm not fighting for you like we're, we're not doing that we're out of the way you're good you didn't get touched whatever so he was like then like she started freaking out so he's like in his mind he's like okay i could risk my life and ruin both of our nights yeah right like i could, I could potentially die in a situation we don't know who this person is or we could just you know get out of there safe or whatever. And he said that he always knew that like people, people like that, I guess, that put you in harm's way before thinking about the bigger picture are right. in the 
long run never really good for you anyway. Because it's like selfish thing. It's like you're not thinking, okay, I want us to to get out of here safely. It's just like do do what do what a man is supposed to do. <laughs> and it's a pride thing. It's pride and ego. Mm-hmm. That's all it comes down. It's pride and ego. Cause it's like, you know, the the, the, the sister that tells like, yo, my brother's gonna fuck you up. Not knowing, like, no, that guy probably gonna shoot your brother. Not even knowing. Not even knowing. Like that's that's just the the pride and ego, and and not thinking about like like you said, thinking about other people, in the the, the bigger picture of like the consequences. No one gives a fuck about the consequences. Everyone just wants to take care of now. I don't feel like now. nobody's even thinking about the bigger picture. You hear what I'm saying? It's no. just we got a lot to. Look. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, that's like 25. We not young no more. Like we legit have things to lose. Like there's a lot of life that we actually enjoy living. I'm not risking that for anything. Especially <laughs> like, like especially I'm, nowadays, hell no. No. So what's that my people, shoe? I'm like, you really want to be bands? You don't want to travel no more with us, mom? <laughs> when people are like, "Oh, he looked at me crazy." You, that's what fine. Lo- what are we looking at? Okay, he's not looking at nothing. He's not saying nothing. All right, I, I don't care. Like it's not, you know, say it's not. Are you who are you talking to? I wasn't talking to nobody, but all right, just keep it pushing. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my my business and keep it moving. Like because it, it sometimes it just makes no sense. Like I that that at all that tough guy mentality. You know how many tough guys get killed? <laughs> yes, this is true. A lot. A lot of tough guys get killed because they're trying to prove something to somebody that don't care. And when you go back on it, it's not even that serious. Yeah. Uh, you come down to it, it's really not even that serious. It's really not. Because <laughs> you're literally, they're true, you're proving to be tough to a bunch of people that don't give a fuck if you are or not. If they was ready to tango with you, they didn't give a fuck from the beginning. <laughs> I need to end up having more to lose than them any day, right? Yeah, because they already, they already, they already, they already knew they was ready to lose. Them starting, they already knew they was ready to lose. All they did was just bait you in it. Already willing to <laughs> risk it all. So I was like, who else mm-hmm. want to risk it all with me? You, let's go. You know what I'm saying? That, like, could, that could fuck. That could fuck up a whole night. Dangerous, up, pe- dangerous people to be around. That could fuck up someone's whole life. <laughs> Like fuck a whole night, yeah. fuck up a whole life. Like oh shit. What do you think social media has done for generational wealth? How do you think about mm-hmm. that? What do you guys think? How how has it? I feel like it's made it better. But what do you guys think? I feel like it's done a lot for people. It's made the conversation come up, regardless of how people get to it. The fact that we're talking about it is really good. The yeah. fact that we're learning about it is good too. Because like I said, half the stuff I wish I knew early. If I knew early, man, I'd be good. I, I agree. Like, I feel like. You know, we was told a lot of stuff when we was younger, maybe by our parents, but then to actually like see it, maybe like social media wise, and somebody talk about it or make a post about it, like break damn, it down, or break it down. I could have, I could have, I, I should have done that shit. Like damn, like for real, like yeah, some. I feel like it plays a big part, you know, for sure. And but in a like, good way, though, in a good way. Yeah. And I think us, like, even the, like, the millennials are still, like, are trying to, like, jump on this train that these Gen, these Gen Zs are doing. And we're just trying to, like, you're not going to leave me. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make this money, too. However you're doing it. Oh, you, TikTok's a way to promote and I don't got to pay for ads. I want to do this. Because I'm going to lie, right. I've learned, these TikTokers be teaching me some stuff. Be teaching me some shit, too. Like. I follow somebody on Instagram that um, actually does like little reels Mm -hmm. where he'll show you a tutorial of the latest trending TikTok. Mm -hmm. He'll show you like a a step-by-step on how to do it. And now I'm trying to- Yeah, yeah. Or like how to stop and go. 
So now, mm-hmm. like you said, I don't want to get left behind either. So I'm over here following <laughs> him so I can learn. So I can get in on that TikTok money too. Because it, it, I feel like this has created so many great opportunities for us to make money that I'm grateful for because my mom didn't have this opportunity. I want to take advantage of this. Yeah. It makes me see how you just makes you realize that you didn't even know that there's this there was this much money circulating. Let me tell you, even outside of TikToks, don't get me started on cryptocurrency. Yeah, that, like I said, like that's a whole nother movement. That it scares me a little bit, but I, I'm like, like still I'm following along and I'm gonna do it. But I'm yeah. still like every time I buy one, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Tony to, 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 was giving me like the whole rundown this summer. I feel like I was annoying the hell out of you. Like, I feel no, like I was I, asking I, ad questions so much about it. I'd be lost. I'd be telling people, I'm like, uh, write to Tony. I don't know what's going on. Right, him sometimes too, and, and and I'm fine with that because and the crazy thing is I learn from other people. Like I, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's I believe it's who you surround. You, you know, you surround yourself with the 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 right amount of people that you want to 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 not say to be, but to to emulate. So you want to be successful. Yeah. You be around successful people because all they talk about is success. So if you don't, it, it's like a, an accountability thing. They make you accountable by their success because it's like, yeah, I need to get my shit together. I, I I can't want to make money and sit with a bunch of broke people because their mindset is just uh, it's so limited. Like I'm just trying to chill. Why are we chilling? Because I'm just not, I don't feel like doing nothing. Cool. I don't want to do that. I don't want to just chill. I want to talk about like creating stuff, even if it's something, even if it's stacking cans up to make a pyramid, it's, it's, it's something, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, mm-hmm. I try to align myself with those people. So I like added a group chat of all the people I know that are, super 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 versed on cryptocurrency all that stuff i am the Uh dumbest person in the room in that chat room but i did that purposely so everything they talk about i listen i watch and i follow Uh and and Uh now i'm a little bit better so i kind of just push the information back i literally give it back i gain nothing from it i really don't it does nothing for me but just giving it back someone else gains something from it same thing with like Uh trying to get into real estate i put myself in a room full of real estate people still the dumbest mm-hmm. person in the room i'm okay with being the dumbest person that's okay i, I realize it's okay being the dumbest you're not the oh, dumbest so yeah just don't have the experience yet. yeah the experience but i'm just saying to their knowledge level is i'm not on the same scale and i'm okay with being the beginner or the novice in that situation because what i gain from them will set me apart from everybody else and it, exactly. and it just keeps going and then i want to be exactly. someday the the expert in the room for somebody else Yep. Even though, even though I have a small circle, I feel like anything that we find out that can be a way, an opportunity to make money, we always call each other. Like you know, mm-hmm. we we're always constantly just putting each other on. Like, hey, you know, I found out about this. You can go about it this way. Even if they don't want to do it, you know, we still letting them know because who knows? Like, you did your due diligence. Maybe like a few a few months later, they're like, you know, Carl told me about this idea. You know, and I heard somebody else talk about it. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll look more into it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like mm-hmm. I always told my friends, like, I appreciate that we all always do that. Because you sometimes you just never know. You know what I'm saying? You Absolutely. may not be interested now when it was told to you, but later on down the line, that may pop up in your head. Like, hey, you know, I, I was told this. Maybe I'll give it a try. So, you know, I always thank them for that. You know, and my father's like that also. Like my father, like really, like he he's just 
very knowledgeable on a lot on a lot of things and he's helped me in a lot of ways kind of like far as like how to make money and other areas you know so i always appreciate it always i think our, low, our, our risk tolerance is, is is low like for our generation because like i said we're in the middle of both of the old because like you know the older people they were willing to take risks and make it happen and right for us we're like they were so really scared i think to be doing it like oh my god it's like my grandma first of all my cousin at 17, told my grandmother that she wasn't going to college because she was going to be an influencer. And all of the cousins, it's 11 of us, older than her, everybody was at the table like, why would you tell grandma this out of all people? My grandmother almost lost her. <laughs> I'm like, she don't know what the hell an influencer is. Like, that sounds like the worst plan, you know, right. in the world. <laughs> On top of that, it can't just be... Yeah, I'm just I'm just not go to school. It's a lot of work to actually get, you know, the deals and stuff that they yes. get. She has plans. Right. It's like I just I'll get ads. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like that is scary. That that's scarier, I think, than anything else that even we've done. Oh, but but see, they're the the risk for them is high, but they're willing to do it. That's what I'm saying. For our generation, it's kind of like we're trying to like. I'm willing to lose, but not so much, like half and half. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to ease my way in and not lose. Mm -hmm. These, they don't care. Yeah. They're going full out. And if I they lose, that. boom, they'll be all right. I already risk it all. Even, but you, I was going to say the generation before us, even our parents and stuff like that, they were willing to risk it all and do anything wild to, 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 to make sure that their point and their stance is heard, their position is heard from the Union Rights Act to all of that, to the Women's Act. They were okay with getting bit by dogs and beat up to make sure that this point was made across, risking it all. Mm -hmm. So if you- if By you, any means. By any means possible. You know what I'm saying? They were willing to risk it all. This generation is willing to risk it financially all on anything. They're willing to sleep on someone else's couch to- you know, and, and, and defy everything to make sure that they are successful. They're willing to do OnlyFans I do think that about them. Like sometimes I'll I'll see that they kind of have a, a hustle mentality, mm -hmm. but because of the generation that they're growing up in, it's also extremely easy for them right now. Yeah, no, because no, I think you talk, to, you talk to them about like hustle, hustle. They're like, you want me to work? What? But th that's what I'm saying. We're safe. You think about it. When we say work, we think get a job, do it safely, where it's okay for us. We'll 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 risk a little bit here and there, but we're still good. Right, it's very true. But for them, they don't give work for what I'm going to be a I'm going to be influencer. Like that's what does that mean? And then they make millions. Like literally, the richest kid right now is a seven year old kid on YouTube. That Nasta girl, she literally makes seven million dollars a month. A month. She just plays with. She plays with her toys. She plays with her room. Runs around with her brother. She averages, I think, about almost 600,000 views a month. Anything after, I think anything after like 100,000, you're getting paid. And that's not even counting sponsorships. That's like even like, it's it so disgusting to me, but like it was a white girl during the pandemic. Selling like fart? This is so nasty. No, yeah. Not even that. This girl was coughing on toilets and then licking it, like doing some weird shit. And yo, made millions off of that shit. Yeah, people watching. And that. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Coughing on a toilet? The girl that says fart, man. 
like, like it was just disgusting to me. But I'm just like, people are literally paying this girl to see this shit, like, or like a monthly subscription. Yeah. To call for on toilets and lick it. Yeah, the, I'll wow. tell you, the girl that sells farts, she's like a teen mom or something like that. She sells farts, fifty grand a pop, fifty grand a jar. She, she was. Did you hear that she ended up Did in the hospital? Yeah, because she, she had like so much off. beans oh, yeah. and she was eating so much shit that made her stomach hurt that she couldn't do it. But she made like millions off of selling. Like you know I'm saying, you can do anything with social media. You can, you can, you can fucking fulfill anybody's oh, fucking fetish. Yes. Like you know what, and I think that that um that highlights the negative of it too because remember when Gorilla Glue, Gorilla Glue girl, look at that yeah. got popular, probably made money off of that too from her popularity well, all because happened. she put what Gorilla, gorilla yeah. Glue ahead. So that brings me does it does this so does it taint their social skills? Absolutely. Like when you're making yeah. so much content, you 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 you're working for the people, but you so, don't really interact with people. Mo, have you seen it on TikTok how they're calling it the great resignation versus um like great depression thing? No, all, I haven't seen that. It's all of these kids that have jobs that are just like quitting. I'm not <laughs> Yeah. Not even Wait, like to notice. I, I think I hey, saw that. They're legit just the like, and it's a bunch of recruiters who at this point, our age are like a, a bit older, and they're like, "Yo, they don't give a damn about nothing. Like they don't get dressed for it's 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 oh, yeah, they don't get dressed for we, job interviews no more. It's kind of like I would never go to a job interview without looking presentable like or looking the part. The recruiters on TikTok be like, "Yo, they come in here in sweats. They be coming here with hats on," and I'm like, "What? With start stories, no experience, no nothing, crying." <laughs> Whatever, because of how we were raised, then you figure the exactly. generation, but absolutely not. In the generation before them, it's like, don't even ask them because <laughs> you already know. And it's like, they, it's either like, hey, y'all should, I see them tweeting, they'd be like, oh, don't ask me why I want to work here. Let me know why you need somebody like me. I'm like, yo, y'all. <laughs> and it, and it's Honestly, I think it's crazy too. And um, I can't tell you how many countless times in my day, when I would go for a job interview, I didn't, I couldn't go for the job interview without going to get a new pair of slacks or going to get a new pair of professional shoes or a blouse just so I could make sure that I get that job. Because you want to dress for the job that you want, correct? They don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, remember we suit, tie, sometimes we, if we didn't have the jacket, you have the tie. Yeah, remember we used to throw the Mori okay. shoes on just to go get a job at fast food. It's funny because even for uh, my job that I transferred to a different location, you know, I went and got a brand new suit. And one of the first things they said, oh, nice suit. Uh, where did you get it? Our conversation went from not our first conversation didn't even wasn't about the job. He talked to me five minutes about a fucking suit. Because it's rare. And then just asked me like, and just asked me like, uh, you know, is the commute going to be a problem? I'm like, what? That's it. Hired. That's it. I'm like, damn. I'm like, oh, Nowadays, you okay. can get any job because people don't want it. You're right. Nobody wants to work no more because it's like, it's just, uh, and again, social media makes it seem like these, they, they, their peers are doing it. You, they see their peers making so much money. They're like, oh, I could do this too. Fuck a job. At 18, still under my mother's insurance, I damn sure did not care. If somebody started giving me thousands of dollars every week, I wouldn't have been working nowhere. But I went about like years down the line. So it's like after 
26 when you kicked off the health insurance and your parents are like, okay, what else do you do? Like, what will it look like then? Because there's, to me, there's always an end to everything. But they don't even think about, you think about health insurance. Nobody's it right now. That. There's going to be a cap on maybe like how much they could make. Something, they're going to try to humble all of these people. Uh-huh. As, and I'm just wondering if they're going to have, I guess, like the street smarts to go out there and get it. Because a lot of their hustle takes place on their phone and in their crib. Like, y'all don't know what they do. Be outside and like going door to door. Like, y'all don't know what that is. I used to sell candy, man, on a train. That was a hustle. <laughs> They don't even like, do that no more. Let's look at let's look at what they even did once they caught on to how everybody was hustling the Airbnbs on how now they have to pay taxes on that. Yeah. Yep. Before they wasn't even have they didn't have to pay no taxes on that. No, they I ain't gonna lie. The they, people, what they see they did well on the, that. But people seen but the people seen how much money these people are making off Airbnbs. They're like, oh hell no, we need a piece of this. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's always gonna come to an end for something that's so sweet. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie, they mm-hmm. they 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 milked that bad boy good too. I knew very I knew, good, bruh. I knew someone that's 24 did. years old. He literally bruh. started renting out his rooms and then slept on the couch while he Airbnb the rooms. And then he said, "My cousin did it. Fuck it, I'm leaving the house and sleep on somebody else's couch My and yes, Airbnb yes, the apartment." Yes. So That's look, crazy. my cousin, when it first started, giving it up years all. ago, before it even got real popular, how he did it was, he, my cousin works for, I think he works for like HBO or Stars. What he was doing is, they was having interns come in from like England and stuff. So he let them know like, hey, if they need a place to stay, they can stay at my house. So being that it was such a constant flow of interns, Mad money. He was just renting out his house. And he was just going to sleep on somebody else's couch. Yeah. He was making so much money off of it. It was just ridiculous. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Risk they're, they're so they're risking it all. They don't care. They don't even drive. They like driving is not even a thing no more for them. It's like they'll Uber everywhere. That's why I said, do they do like do they have I don't know? It's like they Uber have eats, the, the DoorDash. Like hustle, but is it really, or is it just like mad handouts? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see what you're saying. Yes, it, the no, you Uber, you've never gotten on a bus, you don't be outside hailing cabs, like you don't know what it's like to run out of gas. Like I'm just like, uh-huh. my little brother said he'll never get a license as long as Uber's alive. What? Yeah, because he said why <laughs> he could just pay to go to point A to point B, get out the car and just leave. And uh-huh. I, I get it. It's it. You know it, what though. For us millennials, Uber has also generated great income too. Not yes, gonna lie, you make very good money on Uber. I'm yes. not gonna lie. Very I feel like a lot money. of things that very people of our era like to take advantage of because I'm somebody that has been an yeah. Uber driver. Oh, no, I've, I've done DoorDash. I think being an Uber and DoorDash, it's in my opinion, because I've done it, I don't think it's sustainable as a primary job. Of course, of course not. Like of it, it could be a not. it can be a uh to get you out of a quick tight spot or uh-huh. it's a side hustle but i can't see it being a uh a main priority job like being a cab driver remember how cab drivers used to be that was their mm-hmm. main source of money and look what happened they got bumped out by a place that doesn't even have a, a store like there's no uber store it's one building i, I think-, think they just got one office like i'm going to disagree with you 
and I'm going to disagree with you saying this because in my line of work, I've dealt with limo drivers mm -hmm. and them telling me like, hey, you know, Uber's cutting into my business, blah, 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 blah. I think I'm just going to sign up. I'm still going to work here at the hotel, but I'm just going to sign up for Uber. Bruh, let me tell you, it was it became a situation to where I would have people like, hey, uh, I need I need a limo for this day or blah, blah, blah. I could get no drivers. Why? We're out making, we don't want to sit at a hotel and wait for people to come out all day, do this, that, and the third. No, Uber's constantly going off. Who knows? Like the gentleman said, Carl, I was sitting here at three o'clock in the morning. Guess what? Young kid requested the Uber. Guess where I had to take him? And you know, I live in Maryland. I had to take him to fucking New York. How much was that? Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, I could, I so, could see that. That I could know, see, but it, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I don't think it's a long a term. Like that, even though a ride like that is once in a million, you get what I'm saying. That's a lot of. You money. never know in that situation. Yeah, wait. Who? I would, I would uh, ask like, whose house you going to? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you never know in those situations like you're speaking to them like hey I made $700 I made 800 but then you know of course the next day they can be like yo I only made $200 today what can we say that social media has like the good and bad about like do you feel like it has a bad or a good effect or just neither it just exists in your opinion it most definitely has good and bad so I'm gonna have to say it just exists I, I can't even really say the good outweighs the bad cause it's just so much negativity that you see on there that you see so much positivity so you know it's just it just exists kind of like you know it's just it's something i feel like a lot of people wake up and like oh i want to see what's i don't really feel like people watch the news anymore I, i'm gonna go to social media real fast see what mm -hmm. see what's on there and i i just feel like it, it does play a big part in today's society but at the same time it just exists <laughs> facebook gives a lot of people so, the news Facebook uh -huh. gives you new Facebook gives you a lot of the news. Like when like you might not read the news, but someone read the news and they posted it. That's a fact. Now I learned mm -hmm. it from someone like like it just yeah, you don't read the news. No if you don't read the news, you won't know. But someone did and they're posting it. Since you're following them, you're part mm -hmm. of the thread, you're gonna read the news now from them. And we also follow apps. We follow pages on multiple apps that's mm -hmm. gonna feed us the news on what's going on today. Like, hey, this just happened, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like it hits social media faster than the news. It's like it's a hate love relationship with the shade room. Yeah, I hate the shade room, bro. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that page. They are a prime example of what we were talking about in terms of access. I personally think, so the idea of reposting at this point is old. We've been doing that probably like I think Instagram started, right? They made the repost app. That's fine. But before, it, right. like, you're reposting something that has yeah. something to do with you. <laughs> so, like, you will repost the video because <laughs> you're in the video or to say happy birthday, something like that. The concept of their page is a little scary to me because they literally live mm -hmm. in other people's mm -hmm. business. And it's like this isn't news that you're reporting on. You we could literally just but go. But you know what? They bring it all in there. They bring it. They're they're like trying when Beyonce, to be central source. It's awkward though because they're like be be posted. They're, they're trying to. Like, we know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know their purpose. It's very strange to me. And then it's like when people get at people, get at people's children, get at people's crazy. sexuality, all of this. 
they yeah. disclaimer all now. up in your business. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all remember the day that they posted and they're like, we don't, you know, don't we don't balance. support whatever this is. Before their page came about, there was always people always gonna talk shit. But before their page came about, people getting attacked and like I don't remember that happening that much. If anything, somebody will make a blog page, an anonymous page, and talk shit. Mm-hmm. I don't people just having free reign oh, yeah, and people to be just be all up in too, everybody's like, world like that. I don't know, remember. They be saying mm-hmm. whatever it's they want. People do. I be looking like, especially when you're like so indulged right, in right. celebrity relationships. Yeah. I think that's scary and weird. Bro, there's people that literally wake up and the first thing they doing, not checking their texts, no missed calls, voicemail. They're going yes. straight right. online to the shade room. Mm-hmm. It will literally mm-hmm. go through. It will literally go through every fucking post, comment away. Just like I don't. I, to me, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that, I can never oh, be. I can never be so involved with yeah. people's lives that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it's just crazy to me. Like I can never be so involved in somebody's life that the first thing I'm yeah. doing in my life is worrying about yours. Like, right. Wake up like, oh mm, right, shit! Right. Why did they? Why right. did they do that to oh Yay. my God, like, bro? But mm-hmm. yeah, I think sure. we can close the show on a great sure. note that technology is, it just is, and it's just a part of us, and that we continue to be a part of us. I don't see it going away. I guess we're <laughs> moving into the you know dot com three point and uh, we got to see how it does for us, but. <laughs> I mean, it affects every aspect of all our lives from you know relationships to to what we think beauty beauty is the definition of it jobs how to make money social skills gender roles so i mean it, it has all aspects and it does all mm-hmm. so there's always oh, yeah. there's, there's so sure. many different things that you can get from social media and it has, it's, it's engulfed in our life so every episode <laughs> we ended off with a positive quote so yeah. today i got a positive quote from joe cap it goes, success is living up to your potential. That's all. Wake up with a smile. Go after life. Live it. Enjoy it. Taste it. Smell it. Feel it. That's the positive quote of the day for this episode. Thank you guys for being a part of this show. I, I feel like this is not going to be the like. last time. We're going to probably have you guys on. Thank more you, guys. Because this is great. This is great dialogue. And uh, that's the show. Thank we out. You.